Is today the day, the day that you choose you? Are you ready and willing to play outside the confines that keep you stuck? This is your invitation to receive new perspectives, to open up to a new energy of limitless choices with your health, body, spaces, relationships, money, business, and beyond. Are you ready to leap fences and embrace your boundless life? Listen now to Infinite Energy's radio show with Lisa Bennett. Hello, hello, everyone. It is a gorgeous Friday in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. And for those of you that are joining live, welcome. I am Lisa Bennett, and I'm a space whisperer. So you might wonder, what the heck is a space whisperer? Well, literally, it is someone that can communicate with spaces, and spaces have this amazing way of always having a uh, energy uh, and a way that they can communicate with me. And so what does it look like? Well, it shows up for me whether it's a sensation in my body, whether it's a visual, whether it's a sound, a word, a, a taste, a smell. Uh, so really all my senses are either in touch with um, a particular space and it might be just be one sense that's really um, being tapped into or, or turned on in a particular space or an energy around an item, um, whether it's artwork, whether it's antique, whether it's a new item. There's, there's an energy around everything and uh, so it's, it's sort of interesting. I, uh, um, I'm a daughter of a, my father ha, had an antique shop for, gosh, oh, almost 30 years. And uh, as children, we refinished antiques just for fun. Um, and then it turned into a side business. And we'd go to auctions, we'd go to swaps, and, and uh, um, we'd have tables at these um, um weekend events where people would come and they'd, they'd buy, you know, at different tables, um, items. And, and so our family, uh, as a little kid, I would have this little money belt on and I would talk about the items. And these are items that I had been intimately connected with because I was refinishing, sanding, verithaning and pricing it and, and putting these items out on the table. And so the interesting thing about having a connection with an item is that there was always an energy around what was the item and and so my curiosity as a young girl was always around, well, what was the item for? What was it used for? Was it a garden implement? Was it something that a farmer used? Was it something that was used in a kitchen? Um, my dad loved to sort of sort of find tools. It was really interesting. And then, of course, with furniture, there was all these different ways of determining the age of furniture by opening up the drawer and seeing the side and see, and, and, and turning drawers upside down and seeing if that it was stamped or if there was um, something that was uh, imprinted into the drawer. And usually an artisan had always a way of, of actually letting people know that this was a, an original or one of ten that was created. And 
so there was always a way to find their signature somewhere on furniture somewhere just like a, like you look at a painting an artist some artists they they sign or they do have a, a an interesting way of signing something um and and so i ended up getting a really fine tuning on items and spaces as a little girl always communicated to me and i i've honed that muscle over the years to actually read the energy of individual spaces whether i'm physically in the space or if i'm walking um or connected through the space through uh zoom or skype and so and people are always fascinated how do you know and i said i i it's it's this universal energy it could be a country that doesn't even speak english and i have a translator and we connect with the energy of the space so the beauty of of energy is it's a language that never requires translation it's just being with the energy of whatever it is and so for items this was sort of fun for me to play with i was aware that certain people when they'd come up to the table or into the antique shop they were pulled towards particular items and and they were i have to buy this and they would they would obviously different people would come in and some people would want to negotiate and they'd negotiate on a price and and my father would would he would play the game of negotiation sometimes he would sometimes he wouldn't and and there was he would always give the story of the item so that the people that were really excited about whatever it was had the previous history where did you buy it where did you obtain it how did you find it who how was it gifted to you was it sold to you and so there was always a story behind every item and so as you're passing this item on to one person notice that whenever you have gifted something there's a, usually a story and whether that is even a brand new item so even wedding gifts people love to tell their story oh well i in order to get this particular wedding gift i had to go here here and here because i really wanted to get you this particular item so you know that there's a story attached immediately with the item and so what can happen is for example if i'm gifting you an item and this was brought up earlier today um i was doing a facebook live and somebody mentioned that somebody had gifted them something and they didn't like it and so they they gave it away <laughs> they literally let it go so so one of the things and i i remember doing this with artwork somebody gave me a painting uh for my wedding and artwork to me is a very personable um item and artwork for me has to speak to me it, it it has to emote an emotion uh something that that and and different artwork at different times in our lives will speak to us so artwork that i would have had when i was younger might be something that i would appreciate as being older who knows but there was this one particular painting that was gifted to me uh in at my wedding years and years and years ago and i didn't like it and 
it just, it was depressing. And there was nothing fun or light about it. And I was, I, there was, it, it was like the person didn't know me in some ways. And so I held on to it probably for about 10 years. And I never actually hung it up. It just kept getting moved around and shuffled around. And finally, I, I took it to, uh, sort of a weekend art show and, and asked if someone would, would, um, like to sell it for me. And they did immediately. <laughs> it's just like, yay. So how many of you have been shuffling or holding on to an item because someone gave it to you and you felt actually, you felt that you had to hold on to it because it was gifted to you by an aunt, um, a relative, a really dear friend of yours, and every time they come over, you want to put it out so that they can see it and and not hurt their feelings. So be willing, be willing to let people know if something actually doesn't speak to you. And and say and and this is what I actually had wished I had done years ago is actually had said you know what, I I really uh, love art and I'm wondering if I could take this this painting to the artist and see if there's something else of the equivalent value that I could get. And chances are, chances are most people will go, oh yeah, no, that's fine. Uh, so be willing, be willing to to speak up. Now, if it's if it's a completely unique one-off item that uh, has no way of, you know, whether they found it on a trip and they said, I was on a trip to Africa and I found this and it's so unique and I thought it was of you because you like to travel and <clears throat> here you go. <laughs> You're going, oh, okay, awesome. And at no time does it speak to you. It actually was a reminder of that individual's trip to Africa, not your memory. It was their memory. So their memory is attached to their trip and they've passed on that memory to you. And and if it doesn't resonate, if it doesn't actually light you up, then you have to be willing at some point to let that go. And this is a, this is something that I, I, I would really have each and every one of you look at when you pick up an item when you're traveling ask if the item is really going to contribute to your life wherever you're living in the world so I had uh, for example I had masks that I picked up on a trip and at the time I was like oh I really love these these are really cool and they were they were African masks uh and and they had this energy around them and at one point i had them sort of in one area of my office in in a previous home that i had and there was there was almost as i hung them in the office i recognized that there was like this heavy energy and in fact they were used from and and they were historical they were actually used to um remove spirits and so there was a lot of sort of um 
it was it was it was an energy of uh, they were used in ceremonies, and so if you can imagine all the ceremonies these masks had been used in, and and so they weren't just what you would consider to be a typical tourist mask that you'd buy in just a general touristy shop. They were actually from an antique shop. They had actually been used in different ceremonies. And so it, I was interested in them in the country that I was in. And then when I brought them home and I hung them, they had this energy. And I, for the longest time, kept wondering what it was about this particular area in the office that I just, I was like, well, what is that? And when I actually looked at it and went, ah, and they didn't actually come with me to my new home, I, I let them go. They were not actually representing what it was I was desiring to bring into my life going forward. So have an awareness around the items that have some form of either ceremonial or or something around that energy that has an, either a memory or a ceremony or history and find out and really just, you don't even have to go into like researching it. Ask your body energetically if it's going to contribute to you. And I've talked about this before. It's just a light and heavy energy uh, or awareness around what it what lights you up or what sort of creates an unease within your body. And if it's creating unease in your body, it might actually be fun for someone else. And so I always say what's one person's junk can be another person's treasure. So either sell it, give it away, or let it go. And chances are there's someone else that's going to be excited about whatever that is for uh, their space. And if it's not working for your space, then let it go, guys. Let it go. Um, I, every time I travel and I return into my home and I walk in, I literally do a walkthrough and go, okay, so what here is actually contributing to what it is I desire in my life going forward? And the cool thing about that is that you're, you're, you actually, it's, it's, it's a quick way of checking in with your space. What's not working and what actually is, is, um, really um, the willingness to let things go and so yeah oh wow um, there's there's a really interesting energy that's coming up here around people and their spaces so all of you that have collections wow okay we're going to talk about collections <laughs> after we have our break. So uh, you are with Lisa Bennett with Infinite Energies, and I look forward to chatting with you right after the break. Have you ever wanted to know how you can choose an amazing life and to be in the space of thrival instead of survival? Are you ready to move beyond the confines of your life? Have you always known that there was another way of living in this world beyond just existing? How about an open conversation that gives you immediate ways to remove the emotional and physical baggage you have carried around with you for years? Listen to Infinite Energy's radio show every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 
10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Infinite Energy's radio show with empowering coach Lisa Bennett. To participate in the program, please call US 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. You can send a question or comment to Lisa at InfiniteEnergies.ca. Now back to the program. Hello, hello, everyone. Okay, you are with Lisa Bennett at Infinite Energies, and we are talking about the, um, I guess it, we, we talk about passing on items, gift or a curse. And so one of the things that I'm aware of is collections. So how many of you have collected items over the years from your childhood? And then at some point you go, yeah, that's that was fun. That was a collection that I had. And um, or you had a grandparent that collected spoons. Gosh, that was such a big thing at one point where everybody collected spoons and then they hung them on the wall or they collected these dolls, uh, ceramic dolls, um, or they collected Christmas decorations and a certain type of Christmas decoration. And... So at some point, as people have aged, one of the one of the key things when people start to age is they they go, oh, you know, I'd like to pass this memory on or this item on or this collection on to someone that I love and care about. And so you have these collections and so all of a sudden in the mail, you might receive something. And or at a family gathering, you get together with your great aunt so-and-so and they say, oh, I know that you used to play with this when you were a little girl and I'm thinking that this might be something I'd love to give you. And at the time, there's lots of emotion attached and you're you're enjoying a moment and you have memories around your childhood about playing with this particular item or items. And so you say, yes, of course I would love that. So you receive the collection item or items and you pack them up in your suitcase or you pay to ship them to wherever you are. And if you have family living around the world, you might pay a significant amount of money to ship things. Trust me, I've shipped things over the years, so I know all about that. And so what happens is you get them you you get on a plane, you pay extra because your suitcase is heavier or you have paid to ship an item and you've you've insured it and 
and blah, 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 blah. So all of these things arrive and then you unpack them and you go, oh, I've got to find a spot for them now. So these items now have to find a home within your home and then you have to find where you're going to put them so that you know you're going to maintain them. Maintaining by dusting, carrying, picking up, touching, moving, shifting. And so there's a lot of energy around now being the caretaker of those items that have been lovingly passed on to you. So how many of you are holding on to items that have lovingly been passed on to you because of the memory, because of the individual? Everything that that is bringing up for each and every one of you around these items. Would you now just look at that and just kind of go, wow, I had no idea how many items were holding space within my spaces. And how much of those items are taking over your space and not giving you space for relationships, space for money, space for health, space for growing your business, space for just giving yourself some space. And so I know when I was living and and I put a whole bunch of things I'd left my 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 large um estate home and I moved into a girlfriend's house for about 10 months and I put everything into storage. And one of the rules that I had when I moved into my new home was that nothing was getting out of the box unless it was going to serve me and my life going forward. If it wasn't, then I was willing to let it go or sell it or gift it away. And I was I was quite ruthless with myself. Now, having said that, when I first moved in here, there was a lot of space and over the four years since I've been here, I've noticed that some of those areas that had been more spacious have started to fill up with items that I've enjoyed or collected. So are you willing to call yourself out on your shit and go literally walk into a room, photograph it, then put that photograph, like download it onto your computer, put it up onto a big screen, and if you even have an Apple TV, you can even put it on your Apple TV and go, oh my God, look at what I have more of in that particular room. And the cool thing about that is that you go, oh, so is it actually serving me? Am I going and touching it every single day or is it just holding space? And when you can start to see what items are actually just holding space and you're saving them, what if I need it for a rainy day? Or what if I'm going to go and and actually uh, use that? If I let it go three months down the road or ten months down the road, I might actually require it. I'm going to suggest that 99% of the items, if it's paper, uh, in files, chances are 99% of it now is electronically available to you. And if it isn't, then get somebody to scan it for you so that any of those files that you have, unless you need an original signature, you need to go through and actually be willing to let things go and be really tough on yourself. It might be drawer by drawer. It might be room by room. 
It might be um, floor by floor, but literally, literally let things go. So, yeah. So how many items have you been holding on to because they were from someone else? It's quite funny. I was I was talking with my um, sister-in-law the other day, and I have my my grandmother had a it was a Hungarian prince who was an artist who painted these two phenomenal portraits of her, and so I had them in my my previous home for many many years hanging on the wall, and they were quite incredible. But they and they were also quite somber in those days. There wasn't a lot of um, smiling going on in the paintings. It seemed that if you posed, you had almost a very serious look. So the paintings had a sort of a somber energy around them. And so one year I just went, no, I've had these in my space for a number of years. I'm wondering if I can uh, send them. And and there was two of them, and I thought, oh, I'll send one to one brother and one to another brother. And both of them were like, what are you doing? (laughs) We don't want these. And it became a bit of a family joke. And then two years ago, my one brother, he actually mailed one of the paintings back to me as a joke. So it's become this a bit of a family um, uh, dig and so I laugh and 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 basically have said, oh, Granny, she's getting shipped around. <laughs> granny on canvas getting shipped around. So how many are how many portraits and paintings are there out there from relatives that have passed on that nobody knows anything about? Who is this person? Who who is this person that? families have given away that no one is actually desiring to hang this in their home. Are you willing to actually look at it and go, if if you're not willing to have it in your space, is there someone else within the family that's actually asking for it? Or is it actually asking to let go? And it, it could potentially be that there's something around the painter that people are curious around and wanting to collect those particular paintings. And so if it's not serving you, take a photograph of it and thank that item or that artwork or whatever that is that was previously in your space and then you have a copy of it. And and the cool thing about that is that it's it takes up less physical space and it's it's a memory. And the cool thing about memories is that's exactly what they are. They're memories. So are you willing to honor those items? Actually honor them. So hold on to them and really flow gratitude to them. And then with gratitude, this is a really cool way of before passing on something is actually just to flow gratitude to the item. And then Whoever chooses that particular item, the gift of that will be for them to go, ah, that's beautiful. That's something that I would absolutely um, love to have in my space. And if no one is desiring it, that's okay, guys. Uh, 
I've often taken photographs of things and, and sent out an email and said, hey, guys, uh, this I've enjoyed this. It's been really fun. Is there anyone within the family that would like to have this? And it, sometimes somebody says, yeah, actually, I would. I would love to have that. I've always loved it. Cool. Then you can pass it on. You're not shipping it. You're not spending money shipping it. You're actually just enjoying the process of reaching out and asking within your family unit or friends, is this something that would be fun for you to have? And then if no one within your circle is choosing it, then look to what else you can do. Is it selling it? Is it... um, Oh, this is a cool question. Uh, Okay, so selling it, giving it away, or if it's broken and can't be repaired, then be willing to let it go. Okay, so one of the questions from the chat room is, how do you know if an item is taking up space? If you still like the item from an ancestor. Cool. So immediately, the moment that you uh, enjoy something that you love, and and literally, as you walk by, it brings a memory to you. It brings, um, it it lights you up. It literally just, it takes you to that moment or that time with that individual, and and it it brings up something a happy memory. So I'll give you an example. I have a beautiful painting that was painted for my mother from a very famous painter, and. Uh, it was it was painted for her when my mother uh got sick and it was it was just this beautiful happy um space of the Paris bird market and i always loved it and it's yellow and it's happy and it's just it's just takes me to paris and throughout my childhood i would just look at this and and and, and imagine going to paris one day and finally, on my second or third trip when I was in Paris, I was with a friend of mine and I said, I really, really um, would like to go to the Paris bird market and that's on a Sunday. And so we did. And I looked around at all the the places that were painted in this painting. And it was a bit of a time warp. It was, it was as though I was taken back into that painting when I was standing there in Paris at the bird market and looking around. So for myself, that every time I look at it, I just, I've I've recreated in a sense a new memory around it. So yes, it was my mother's. Yes, it was painted for her from a lovely man, a, a dear family friend. And then fast forward, I created a new memory around that particular item. And so in in every way, it's, it has a space of honoring within my space. And if, if items are honored within your space, they aren't taking up space. They're, they're honoring that particular wall, that particular room. So if it's a desk, it's honoring your office, it's honoring your business. If it's a dining room table, it's honoring where you eat, where you have dinner parties, where you enjoy having friends over. Uh, if you if you sit at that dining room table beyond eating and and maybe doing a, some some creative work, or then then you're honoring 
um, that particular item. So I love to to see items now that have either been gifted to me as uh, actually being honored in my space. Now, there are some things that uh, that you may consider to be a bit of a curse. And and when I say curse, it's it's there were unhappy memories around a particular item. It could be a photograph. Maybe it's the last photograph of an individual, and at that photograph captures an unhappy moment or a place that was in a dark place for them emotionally. And so, how many of you have photographs? or artwork that captures a dark energy, an unhappy energy. So what I would consider to be, for example, if somebody, a, a friend of mine, there was a, there was a photograph and it was not a happy time for them in their life. And I had this photograph and uh, it was really interesting. I had this photograph and I moved it around and I kept kind of p- pushing it around, trying to find a place in, in the home that that was going to honor this person. And what I realized is actually it was dishonoring my space. So there's this photograph uh, that was dishonoring my space from an unhappy time of of this person's life. And I, I had to really look at it and go, wow, that's not an energy that I actually desire to bring into my life. And I, 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 dug around and found other photographs that actually represented happy times and I was willing to let that photograph go. <clears throat> so one of the questions I have, my maternal grandmother's sewing machine, I keep it because it didn't. I didn't get to enjoy sewing with her and it brings me closer to her. Cool. Awesome. So... That's awesome. So if so, you have something that represents a memory um, around remembering her sewing, which was a happy time for her. And so interesting that in in many ways it brings you closer to her. Um, wow. So how many of you have have assumed when we have an item? that it brings us closer to that individual. And and I'm just I'm going to I'm just going to share with you that um even when we have stories that are passed on and this is the cool thing. I could tell you a story around the sewing machine around a dress that she made for someone else blah 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 and so now you've got that story locked into your memory bank like a filing cabinet along with any of the other stories around that particular sewing machine. And so you file those into your your little memory bank. And so every time you walk around that and see that sewing machine or you touch it, you're actually going to pull into your memory bank those stories. And sometimes it's like when we were kids, we'd have that... Um, there, there was that game that we'd play and I'd tell you a story and then you would pass the story on and it was telephone, I believe it was called. And by the time it got to the sixth or seventh person, there was a different story attached. Have an awareness. We also do that with items and stories within our homes. So on that note, 
we're going to have a quick break and uh, you're with Lisa Bennett at Infinite Energies. Have you ever wanted to know how you can choose an amazing life and to be in the space of thrival instead of survival? Are you ready to move beyond the confines of your life? Have you always known that there was another way of living in this world beyond just existing? How about an open conversation that gives you immediate ways to remove the emotional and physical baggage you have carried around with you for years? Listen to Infinite Energy's radio show every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. wish there was an easier way to change any aspect of your life? What if there is? And what if it could be as simple as communicating with your physical environment? Global Space Whisperer Lisa Bennett works with clients all over the world to interpret and translate the language of their homes, offices, and physical surroundings in order to create clarity, freedom, joy, prosperity, and so much more. Learn more about the latest Creating Conscious Spaces workshop and other upcoming events. Visit www.infiniteenergies.ca. You can also email Lisa today to book a personal consultation or speaking engagement at lisa at infiniteenergies.ca. The more someone mentions a space or place, the harder it becomes to ignore. Your home's entrance, for example. Usually, you hardly notice it. But when it's mentioned, you begin to see it as if for the first time, don't you? See the door, the handle, the threshold. Did you know the entrance to your home is a metaphor for the entrance to your life? What's your entrance saying, portraying, projecting? Are you ready to listen to the wisdom and the energy of your spaces? They have transformational information for you. To learn more, reach out and connect with Lisa Bennett's The Space Whisperer at www.infiniteenergies.ca for a private consultation, to book a speaking engagement for your group, or to attend one of her many global workshops. This is Infinite Energy's radio show with empowering coach Lisa Bennett. To participate in the program, please call US 815-880-8255, in Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can send a question or comment to lisa at infiniteenergies.ca. Now back to the program. Hello, hello, everyone. Oh, my goodness. I wanted to just, before we we carried on, I wanted just to let everyone know, for any of you that are choosing to know more about how you can connect with spaces, I have workshops that I have um, been doing around the world, and it's translated into six different languages so far. So we have uh, Chinese, Dutch, French, German, uh Spanish, and gosh, there's, well, of, of course, English. Uh, and so Portuguese is the other one. And so wonderfully um, hosted this class around the world. And 
we are also doing classes online. So please feel free. If you want to reach out to me, you can reach out at lisa at infiniteenergies.ca or at Infinite Energies. You can book an uh, actual schedule and um, a private consultation, whether in person or online. And you can do that through the booking um, right on my website. And we have a class uh, with China at the end of the month. That will be online and translated uh, English-Chinese. So please feel free. If that is of all of interest to you, please reach out and, and uh, you can be a part of those classes. And the classes are called Creating Conscious Spaces. And we have an introductory two-day class and then a two-day advanced all in preparation so that you can take this into whether it's you create a career or add it to another tool to add to your life so that you can start to read the energy of spaces. And and really and truthfully, when you can start to include your spaces into all of your creations in life, oh my goodness, magic does absolutely occur and I am grateful for any each and every one of you that has reached out over the years and said Lisa would you come to my country would you uh, allow this class to be translated and and so far I haven't said no <laughs> uh and the gift of that is that I'm really excited to share more and more around the world the truth can change your life one space at a time and uh, so we were talking just prior to the break about the um, we were talking about a sewing machine that had been gifted to the um, uh, uh, caller in the chat room and and so the interesting thing is is that Yes, there are stories attached. Yes, you can carry on those stories. Yes, you can embellish the story. That happens in families, of course, uh, where we start to embellish the story and all of a sudden it's um, not just a key to a front door of a family home. It was the key to the front door of a family estate or a mansion or a castle or so it becomes this greater story. And I know... You guys have done it or family members have done it and it's fun it's playful it's it's it can be something that um, uh, you can enjoy and how many of you are asking for that magic when somebody gives you an item to have that magic that you could create in your life going forward and sometimes we have items that remind us of where a family has come to where they are today. So if a family was escaping uh, during the war or if it had left a worn, torn country and had to start up fresh, uh, there might be um, a briefcase that your great-great-uncle used in order to build his business. And so that briefcase is a reminder of where the family initially came from and then there's gratitude that's shown and honoring that particular item so that you can actually move forward and remind yourself of where the family came from to where you are today. So how many of you are looking for items that remind you of where your family came from 
and then actually sit with where you are today and go from where I am today and health and 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 a lot of um, what you might be call calling yourself having come from a very privileged life to now you have created a sense of lack where you have very little income where you have very little um, you don't own the house you you might be renting um, uh, or you might be staying with someone and you have lost the entire family fortune. And so there's items that you have within your vision that are a reminder of what was once fabulous, happy, joyful, and now you're looking at items and you're seeing them as out of your reach. So everything that is bringing that up for you about items that are showing you what was once and that are in some way you are reminding yourself that you can never have that, you have to look at it and go, wow, what an interesting energy I've just created for myself. Once I had it and now I don't. So what have I done in my life that has allowed me to not be willing to create that? And really be willing to call yourself out in your shed. Because each one of us, our natural, natural state of being is joy, happiness, success, whatever success is for you. And when we start to create these blockages and when we start to, to say it costs too much, it's done too, it's too much, uh, it's out of my reach, it's too difficult, it's too, too, too. If we start to, that is the language and our belief system around that then we're going to pull ourselves into this deep, dark hole of bullshit and we're going to create more bullshit. And and that, I would suggest, if you could just flip the coin and say, oh, okay, so for some reason our family was, was you know, prosperous, successful. These are items that are, I'm reminding myself of where we had once been now. Knowing that that was available, that's an energy that I can tap into at any time. So let's now ask for those items energetically to contribute to what it is I'm desiring in my life going, going forward. And, and literally, literally, when we can, when we can actually look at our lives going forward and look at those items that were from a prosperous time. Ask for that energy to come into your your creations and then ask for it to come another tenfold. Like so you're upping the game. It's like if I go into um uh Vegas and I'm gambling and I win a hundred dollars. So already you're you're vibrating at a hundred dollar level and you're going, okay now I'm going to vibrate it at $1,000 and then you win $1,000 and you go, okay, cool. So be willing to vibrate at the level that you know you can vibrate at and that is financially, that is in relationships, that is in the spaces that you're calling into your life and and start to be that energy so that when I walk into your space or anyone else walks into your space, it doesn't matter what side of town you are on. 
walking into your space, if it has that space of opulence and joy and magic and possibility, and opulence could be a gorgeous, beautiful pillow. It could be a beautiful comforter. It could be a beautiful wrap that, 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 that you have just draped over your sofa. It could be a lamp. It could be a candle. Something that reminds you that it's possible and add to that. Keep adding to that every month, every week, whatever that is for you. And flowers, fresh flowers, so that now you're starting to maybe honor an item. I have a, a silver vase and I add fresh cut flowers to that silver vase and I keep that vase in my bedroom so that when I wake up, I see beautiful flowers in a beautiful silver vase. And that in itself is is creating the energy of what I desire in my life more of going forward, more of having more than one vase with fresh cut flowers in each room in my house and everywhere that you are not willing to actually be that energy and that vibration, then ask what isn't actually contributing to the future you're desiring. So if you have items that are reminding you of times that were tough, times that were difficult, and you find yourself doing a loop and creating that again and again and again, literally go to the item, pick it up, something visual perhaps, and and pick it up and, and go, okay, each time I look at this, it reminds me of what was, and I seem to create that over and over and over again. It's like a record that's got a scratch on it and it has a loop so are you willing to actually go, oh, every time I see that, it doesn't actually inspire me to create more. It just reminds me that I'm not good enough. And there's a tape that may be playing in the back of your subconscious that is saying you're not good enough. And so when you see or hear or get the energy of that, you might find that the sooner you let that go and and let it go with complete gratitude, thank it and let it go, then you're going to notice that you're shifting the energy within your space. And that that beautiful acknowledgement right there, it sounds so simple, guys, but honestly, we subconsciously drive the same route to work we we enter our homes the same way. These are all muscles. It's a muscle memory. And we we can do that with how we run our businesses. It's a muscle memory. When you go to the gym, you go to the same equipment, you go on for 30 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever that is, it's a muscle memory. In order to change an energy for our spaces and for our lives, you have to be willing to change the muscle memory so that you can actually move forward. So in the last little while, I have had more people reach out to me to have one-on-one sessions and they have seen massive changes in their lives and in their businesses. And you have to be willing, guys, to look at it as though you're in an airplane looking down on your life and going, okay, I have created this. Because 
We can't blame it on other people. We can't blame it on government. We can't blame it on the economy. We can't blame it on... There's all these exterior ways that we blame why things are not happening, and I'm going to call bullshit. We can create change. We can create the change that we desire in our businesses and in our lives when we are willing to be the energy of that. If you've already given up, if you've already thrown in the towel and said, you know what, this isn't fun for me anymore, cool. That's the energy that's going to show up in your relationships and your business and your health and whatever else. And and you might say, well, Lisa, how do you know? Well, hello, I've been down the road of giving up. I've been down the road of creating shit. I've been down the road of creating greatness. And each time I, I'm aware that there's an energetic shift that's required in my life in order to create whatever it is I'm desiring, I am willing to be vulnerable enough, call myself out on my shit, and, and adjust, be willing to adjust. It's like a compass. Adjust your life based on what is required. Wow. Oh my goodness. I, I, I totally spoke. I was on a roll, obviously, and I just, I missed the last break. And how cool are we? So next week, next radio show, is it time to renovate? Uh, yeah. How many of you are willing to renovate your life? And, um, um, that is, is a completely cool energy to play with. So be willing to be vulnerable. Be willing to really look at your spaces. Be willing to see what your space is telling you today. What's asking to be let go of? What have you been holding on to because of memories, because of what family members have gifted to you? And what might be a, have been a gift might have been attached with the old family curse of repeating an old pattern. And be willing to say, wow, this is not working for me anymore. So I look forward to meeting you and your spaces somewhere out there in the universe. And please connect with me on my website for all the classes and sessions that are available for you and your home's needs. That would be amazing. You are talking with Lisa Bennett's The Space Whisperer, and you can connect with me on www.infiniteenergies.ca. Thanks, everyone, for joining us today. Thank you for choosing to listen to the Infinite Energies Radio Show. Lisa Bennett will return next Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Lisa loves to connect with her listeners. Email her at lisa at infiniteenergies.ca or find her Infinite Energies page on Facebook. We look forward to having you join us again to share the changes you have begun to make. Have an awesome week.